When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're not holding up because it's episode 100. Let's get creepy though. It's crazy that like a thing the size of a tiny like solar calculator is able to do all that audio distortion. Um, Technology is changing wait, our lives. Sam, you have to say like episode 100. <laughs> oh yeah, this is episode 100. Technology is changing our lives. All right, guys, it's episode 100. What's going on? 100. Wow. Sam apparently found uh, an updated uh, an updated version of his voice modulator thing that he that he famously had in an. If you look at an old vlog when we went to NAB one year, uh, Sam has like an original version of that thing, and he's making all these weird songs in the car. And now we're doing it here, remixing your baby. Oh yeah, yeah. The case is new. But yeah, they they make little rubber cases. I was about it's, to say, a, I remember it being like all exposed yeah. circuitry. It's the teenage engineering pocket operator. This one's the speak one because it has all the cool vocal filters ah. in it. That's why I specifically got it because I wanted it for a while, and um, I had and another one that it. broke. <laughs> it, it got beat up, and so if you want the beats, you got to get the the beat modulator. Oh, he's got the this, beats. I got oh, the beats. Oh. Was that? Was that the beginning of like uh, an old corridor video or a song oh, yeah. wrote for a corridor video? You hear a little yeah. bit of Footloose coming through right there. That's the second time Footloose has come up up in conversation today. Basically, we'll that's the second time when we were time? looking at all the 3D scans of ourselves. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it comes up in conversation every day. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, it does. I don't recall talking about Footloose at all today. That's how no. we actually start every conversation over here. You just go, hey. Do you remember Footloose? <laughs> so, do, you re- do you remember that scene in Footloose? Okay, so anyways, I was I was at the bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That's so how it goes. what makes this episode special other than having triple digits? <laughs> I mean, um, that's there's pretty special. five people. There's Whoa. usually not five people, dude. Yeah, I, that's special. a lot. I guess I mean I, I I forget that you were probably here and listening to all that earlier, Jake, because I wasn't listening to you. Because uh, I didn't have my ear plug in, but I thought I just assumed I was on the podcast today. I came down here all ready to do it, and everyone's like, "Why are you here?" I'm like, "Oh, uh, excuse me, why are you I here?" Existential crisis. No, it's not, no, no, it's great that you're Explain here. Explain yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, I love the initiative, man. <laughs> I was. I mean, like, go. I spent the last like few minutes before coming down here getting Jordan up to speed so that he can like take care of the next hour, uh, so that we have a, like a goalpost to hit by the time I get out of the podcast. And then I went back upstairs and I was like. I guess I'm not on the podcast. <laughs> and then I came back downstairs. And I'm like, I guess I'm on the podcast. 
when, we, when, we first started, when we first started doing the podcast, we had a lot of guests on. Yeah. And we were yeah. doing like highlights and stuff like that on the YouTube channel on top of like the podcast episodes. And like halfway through, like, nah. <laughs> now it's just us and it's just I mean, part of the podcast it, and that's it. You can see the evolution of it if you if you watch through like every five episodes or so. Mm-hmm. You can see how we've kind of gotten better at at doing it and finding our like conversational niches and I don't know just a lot. I mean, because there's a it's basically a live conversation, even though yeah. we don't actually po- publish it. Well, we're recording it. We publish it right basically the next day. Mm-hmm. It's still you know we don't cut anything, and so even when we were doing the vlogs. And that camera was on you for the first time. The 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 fallback was that oh well hey at least we can cut it, <laughs> but not not really anymore. So yeah. we have the flexibility got... to cut something if we need to. Yeah, I mean obviously, but still, I think it's better to just keep it, just let it run. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny I don't to know see about the you guys, but of it. Talking to someone one on one for like two hours and like not stopping. It's really hard. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> like, usually I like to have like 10 to 15 minute conversations with people and we'll talk and I'll be like, I need a break. <laughs> like, I'm going to do something else for a little bit. Wait, 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 wait. Can we, can we do, can we have Sam have his own podcast? That's 10 to 15 minute sequences called I need a break. <laughs> I, need a, I, I need a break from you. And then you and go then, upload for a week. The, <laughs> And whenever you're done with the conversation, you just go, thanks, I need a break. And then you just, and then they That's great. Ends. I'm going to do something else for a bit. I'm going to be at a refill or I'm going to take a break and go to the bathroom. You know, all the things you say at a party to get out of talking to. Yeah. That's cool. Sort of hey, uh, I'm going to take a lap. <laughs> That's my line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make a lap. See who's here. Yeah, I'm going to go Pickle check out the beer situation. Great talking. Uh, I'm, I'm going to see if anyone else is here that I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nope. It's, uh, what if we were just honest with people? <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah. all right, I'm done talking to you. Uh, uh, later. Cool. This conversation has no more was, value yeah. right now. Yep. <laughs> cool. I'm at my friend's party, and I don't really know you that well, so I'm gonna go hang out with my friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's brutal. It's pretty uh, brutal. So, uh, what do you do? You come here often? Uh, yeah, I live here. Um, this is. <laughs> oh. You came to my house for this party. Oh. Um, so, how, how long have you been living here? Um, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you go to someone else's house party and you're the first to arrive. He's like, is anyone else showing up? (laughs) If not, this is going to be awkward. I kind of forget what party small talk is like. I haven't had to make it for so long. Yeah. Now all the small talks just about COVID like, oh man, glad this is almost over, huh? Yeah, "Yeah, me too. Talk about that instead of the weather. I know. know. It's a really COVID free day today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. How about that Delta virus up there? It's flying in. Yeah. Uh, so has a hundred episodes of podcasting made all you guys better conversationalists? No, it's. I think uh, it's made me a better conversationalist. I I feel. Yeah, uh, maybe just a little bit here too. I mean, I feel like all of our our videos that we've made on the crew channel for the last five years have made me a better conversationalist. That's true. It gives you a lot of interesting things to talk about. Yeah. I know, like, the Rooster Teeth guys, they have a rule that you can never have a pause. Someone always has to be talking, and I know Gus has, like, developed a really fine skill of, like, the moment, like, a fraction of a moment he feels a hesitation, he's already got a new thing to say. Hmm. And that's because he's, you know, been doing that for a long time. 
I wonder if that has like actual merit and value. I was holding to see oh, if the pause oh came. Did I'm I, guess yeah, I, can't I was, do it. I was like, are we gonna do a bit here? Are we all gonna go quiet for five seconds? And then Jake. I wonder if continued. that has actual merit though, like for a pot the value of a podcast. Like what what if there is what if there's what if we all just decided not to say anything for five seconds? What happens? <laughs> it's just too much like a real conversation. And people are like, why? <laughs> Get this out of here. <laughs> I mean, if you come to the corridor cast, why, you know. Why Why is a silence so awkward? Yeah. Because I feel like you have an innate urge to fill the silence, and yet that's butting up against your lack of knowing what to say. All right, guys, here we go. Three, two, one. All right, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Well, that's why people come to the quarter <laughs> that's cast. Not it's like a that's real conversation. That was awkward because we were specifically doing it as opposed to being like, all right, now Like, what? the I most guess... awkward sign, like, this is closet in the back. It's like if one of you guys and me both went into that closet there and shut hey, the man. door. And said, like, we, that's an awkward we would, like, And then we go and see how long it takes for us to say something. <laughs> that's true. I think it's the quietly staring at another person and staring at you and, like, just feeling this immense pressure building. To do something. I'm gonna go take a lap. See who else is here. I'm gonna see if there's hey, anywhere is... else I can put my feet in this closet. This is a great closet. This is a great closet, yeah. but uh, I'm gonna go take a lap to the one upstairs. Um, so uh, how long should we stay in this closet? So, good thing COVID's almost over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, so did you wear masks in restaurants? I don't know anymore. Did you get the uh, Pfizer or the Moderna? If you have it in this closet, I'm definitely going to get it because we're way too close right now. I mean, I... There we go. That's a great simulated closet conversation right there. Yeah. Now we think, know what to say. Do you think it has anything to do episodes. with like uh, human vulnerability where like if you're talking to somebody that you don't know and then there's you don't say anything, it's like... Is there that moment where you think, is this person going to murder me right now? You know, is it like that primal thing? I run to that every day. <laughs> every yeah. time I'm talking to Sam. Maybe that's it. Every time there's a silence, it's just like, we have to fill it or else someone gets murdered. <laughs> that's where it comes from in human Always evolution. That's, that's, there's a lot of science behind that. Yeah, if you do the research, you will come to that conclusion. Have you guys yeah. played the game Keep Talking and Nobody Dies? Yep. Isn't it keep talking? Is that, nobody no, explodes. Yeah, that's the one. The bomb game. The bomb mm-hmm. game. Yeah, we did that, that once. A real with, uh, game. It's a video game where one person has a bomb and somebody else has the manual. It's a game you can like play with your parents. It's, it's accessible enough for that, even though it's technically a video game. We did that once on Node where we had uh, radios, and one team had like the bomb manual and radios, and another team had had the bomb, aka the computer, and a radio and like a you know like bomb vest, and they had to disarm it by talking over the radio to the bomb techs. It was very, very challenging, actually, because radios yeah. aren't uh, two-way simultaneous communication devices. So, so in the real world, you, time you use it. your phone. <laughs> in the real world, you should use your phone. Because in the radio, you, you talk, but you can't hear them talking until you stop. Yeah. So it heavily That's slows down. That's why you say over. That's true. That's why you say that over. That you are done over. talking. And, then and, if you're done while, with the co- and if you're done with the conversation, you say over and out. Also, the other thing is on a phone. So that's the party line now. You're stuck here and you're like, cool. Over and out. <laughs> and just walk away. It's like a very polite way to just like leave. Hey, what's the difference between copy that and roger that? Same thing. Oh, gosh. Is it the same thing? The same is there a difference? Roger that. As far as I've known, I don't know radio lingo that well, but I, it's. I don't think either of them are official terms. 
I just remember, I, I don't even know how many years ago it was at this point, but I made a comment, some, it was a, I was in a, a YouTube comment thread responding to someone, and my final comment was, copy that. And then I, I hit post, and I was like, wait, no, I, I think I should have said Roger that, right? And I went and I edited it, and I, I typed Roger that, and hit save. And I was like, I, did I, is that the right word? I don't know, whatever. I came back the next day, and there was a response from the guy being like, did you just, did you, did you change it from why did you change it? I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna forget this ever happened. <laughs> oh no, that's well, so when uncomfortable. You're, when you're asking somebody a question on radio, you can common lingo. You can say how copy, as mm. in like, do you copy? Cool radio guys always like have weird grammatical like yeah. like oddities like how copy <laughs> yeah or just like copy. Roger copy. This is Ghost Rider one. Uh, yeah. Sand, yeah. Sandblaster two. How you doing out there? How copy? You have to have you, this you know, you know and everything you say. Uh, Roger that. Yeah. You know, I know like, uh, No, it's, it's not really. It's kind of funny actually. Like, it was, like I, I heard about this in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> no, no. I no. saw you trying. The moment you said it, I saw like a little, no, little no. curve of the lip, no, and I was like, no, oh, no, here we go. No, for real. Yeah, it's World War One. There was this thirteen-year-old boy who snuck aboard a. A vessel over to Germany, and uh, they realized that this thirteen-year-old kid named Roger had snuck mm. aboard and joined the ranks in the World <laughs> War One battalion. And so, rather than give him a gun, they turned him into the like the ammo boy who would run ammunition up and down the trenches. And he would Roger always say, that. "Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir." And sir, soon, or sooner or later, they realized he was like one of the most affirmative people on the mm. battlefield. And, <laughs> he eventually died <laughs> from sniper fire. They just say that they, oh, they no. started saying like, Roger. We, we, Roger that. Yeah, you get those snipers. Roger that were... for me. Roger that. <laughs> so that's when you're gonna get hit by sniper fire. You say Roger that. Yeah, I'm gonna choose every, to accept that was the real copy. story. Yeah, yeah I like. A, that. I think it's a pretty yeah. close version of what really happened. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like it. Definitely sounds like it. Yeah. All right. That was a cool story, Sam. I I, I feel like. Your dungeon mastering has helped you be a good storyteller. Yeah, as long as like I just need to learn how to not laugh before I start trying to like fake <laughs> people out, then then it would work better. Oh well. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ren, I've been curious what your uh, give me give me your hot take on that Virgin Galactic. Oh yeah, that little space launch that happened. Can you preface it with what happened? So Richard Branson and Virgin Galactic, which is basically set up as a space tourism company. Did their first like public facing launch uh, on Sunday with Richard Branson on board, and uh, it's a suborbital flight, so it goes up two hundred and fifty thousand feet. Uh, so it's still technically in the atmosphere. Uh, no, fifty miles. Fifty miles up. I believe that's two hundred fifty thousand feet. Roughly. Oh, I thought you said fifty thousand feet. No, two hundred and fifty. So fifty thousand miles. It's about Sorry, that. fifty. Yeah. <laughs> fifty miles. Fifty miles. They went up yeah. fifty miles. Uh, and it does a little backflip, and you get some weightlessness, and you come back down, and it's pretty neat. Um, and then everybody I see online is just talking so much shit about it. <laughs> so I'm, well, I'm curious. Is suborbital flight space? Is that yeah. why they're talking shit? Because it's it's suborbital, meaning it's like, isn't that so like? So the technical problem here is that the Carmen line is about a hundred miles up, and that's kind of the internationally recognized. Uh, Boundary between our atmosphere and outer space. Why didn't we just call it space line? Mm, good question. Car- Carmen invented it. 
I mean, I don't know. Uh, the dude, I don't know what the name origin of Carmen comes from. Sure, but yeah. Space we, line. That's 100 miles. How long yeah, it's, I have to space? 100 miles up. 100 miles! All right, we'll go with that one. <laughs> sure, why not? I mean, and the thing is, though, is that, like, basically the, the Virgin Galactic uh, flyer was just... Do you guys know the Vomit Comet? The, the yeah. airplane that allows people to go weightless because they go up really quickly, and then they go down at the same speed as you can fall, so... From the relative standpoint of the walls around you, you're in free fall, therefore you're weightless, so you can like bounce around and whatnot. The Virgin Galactic plane basically did that on steroids. It went really high up and is coming back down really fast, so you have a lot more time to experience weightlessness. But that's mm-hmm. all it is. It's just it's just that. It's kind of going up and down. People always confuse going into like outer space like satellites, rocket ships, they just go straight up. But the thing about, you know, orbit. You know, you know the name orbit. Orbit implies going around something. So you only go up for a small ways, and then you go sideways and build up enough speed until you're basically just constantly falling, and you never fall back down to the Earth. Mm. Virgin Galactic did not do that. Um, and so I'm not joining the rest of the Internet to make fun of them, but I also don't really care that much. <laughs> I don't know. It was just kind of like I didn't look into it. I didn't read much into it over the weekend. I kind of didn't care. But I'm not going to bash Virgin Galactic I'm, uh, for, for trying to do this. They're pushing technology forward in order to do something. And that technology that they're pushing is eventually going to make its way to help other industries, other pursuits somehow in ways we don't yet understand. You know, mm-hmm. that's the whole thing about how I think NASA deserves a lot more money is because all the stuff they're doing is eventually going to make its way into some other technology that will make our lives better. Um, yeah. I could not care they less about that, the billionaires in charge. I don't care. Uh, if they want to have their ego contest, like, sure. I want. Uh, I mean, hey, at least they're making rockets and going to space. I mean, yeah, and and it's fine. But is that why fu- people are being salty about it though? Is because it's just yeah. like billionaire boys club up there? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. I mean, because the main thing is that there's this. It's now a rivalry between the three billionaires who have space companies: Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and uh, the the other dude's name, Richard Branson. Richard Branson, thank you. Uh, I like Richard, sir, Branson Richard Branson as a as a character. I think he's amusing. <laughs> yes, sir. is he a sir? Yeah, cool. he is. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, Jeff Bezos though has another rocket company, and he they threw out this whole thing, basically throwing a ton of shade at Virgin Galactic, <laughs> being like, "Oh, technically, the internationally recognized line is way up here, and you're only going to here, so it doesn't really count." There's an asterisk next to all the astronauts in your ship. It's like, <laughs> okay, I now hate you. Uh, you're the you're that guy Uh, so but yeah I don't know what it comes down to is for me it doesn't count unless you're in orbit Mm -hmm. I think that idea of seeing like continents float by at the speed Mm -hmm. of like corn out the side of the window of your car yeah yeah. like that would be pretty neat that would, that would be, be crazy. That would be well, space. Is that what you get from suborbital? You don't quite get that. You probably can see. You can a probably lot, see though. really far. You can see far, but it's not going to be moving out underneath you because you're not going sideways that fast. Yeah, you're going up and back. Down. Yeah, it's literally just a parabola. You go up and you experience weightlessness for a little bit, and then you get weight back as you come in for a gliding well, landing. Can you see the curvature of the planet at yes, least? You can. Yeah, you're you're, you're high kinda, enough. Kinda. You can. Probably. I mean, up at that height, you totally can. At 50 miles up, you totally can. It's just. You know, your field of view is still relatively small. It's like you Sorry. have this little cone down below you, and that's pretty much it. Whereas when you're in orbit, you're pretty much up there forever, not including any forever. sort of like drag you might have in the atmosphere to pull you back down. But turn into a space skeleton. 
Yeah. What? Because oh, you're in orbit forever. forever. <laughs> Are there any space skeletons up there? Floating no. around in the orbit? There's a few. There's there's a there's some stories of these Russian astronauts that hmm. made the ultimate sacrifice. There's some really crazy and weird uh yeah, like right. radio conspiracy stories. theory like Yeah. Well, they probably came back into the atmosphere. Anything that's do you think there's any like actual bodies that have that are still up in space? I feel like they've done the so. escape the atmosphere. Well, and the, yeah, the thing about it is that there is no actual hard line between the end of the atmosphere and deep space. It's just it's a gradient that is so mm. fine. It just goes out for like hundreds and hundreds of miles. I suppose and, it would depend on a number of other factors too, like your weight and your velocity and your movement. I mean, yeah, and so all of the, but that atmosphere out there, even though you're technically in outer space, even though there's like literally nothing around you, there's still enough that over however many years, even if it's like dozens, hundreds, or thousands of years, every little like hydrogen atom hitting you over enough time will slow your momentum down enough that you start falling back into the atmosphere, and it's a, it's a, a cycle that builds upon itself, like a compounding thing. The more resistance you get, the further you slow down, then the more resistance you get, and eventually you burn up. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> Welcome to the time in the podcast where I tell you about today's sponsor, Storyblocks. I was just under my desk searching for the best quality 4K B-roll, audio assets, music, motion graphics, and After Effects templates, and I couldn't find anything under there because, well, guess what? The website, storyblocks.com, is not under my desk. It's, it's behind me on the computer on the internet. We like them over here because we use them all the time, which makes this integration and me telling you about them more symbiotic and harmonious. You may have seen the James Bond video that we just released earlier this week. Well, in that video, we used a bunch of audio assets and music that we got from Storyblocks because it was an unlimited royalty-free all-access plan. That allowed us to download as much from the site as we wanted and to monetize it on YouTube however we wanted. And you can get this plan for yourself. Say you're a, an amateur creator and you just want another tool in your toolkit to be able to create more efficiently and use your time better and not have to spend time looking under your desk for b-roll that's not even going to be there they're constantly updating their library uh, so you're never exhausting the same types of content that you might need to be pulling from there you can literally save yourself hours of time just by going in there and downloading it and guess what it's going to be in high quality 4k it's a great relationship huge thank you to them for sponsoring this podcast head on over to storyblocks.com slash cast if you want to get started that's storyblocks.com slash cast. Now, back to the episode. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Damn, son. But Sweet. I mean, spaceships are cool. The end. Cremation via space. That's cool. That's That'd how I want cool to go. I kind of want to be buried in space. Like, launch me out there, bro. Let me, like, spook some aliens somewhere <laughs> in, like, a million years. That'd be or, cool. Organic uh, contamination of the rest of the solar system. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm... I'm pro-organic contamination of the solar system, guys. <laughs> I forget hey, who it was. Of- oh, wait. No, no, no. Sorry. To, just to t- talk on that. There was, I believe, an actor from Star Trek who was cremated and his ashes were sent to space so cool. and ejected into deep space. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
that's I don't know, not deep space. Less but, like, cool for aliens, there. though. I feel like you know, having a, a can of ashes. I'd rather have a full carcass. <laughs> you know, and, like, yeah. give the aliens that carcass. <laughs> like, pose that's me. like the ultimate scam. Pose right? me like or this. Not, the, not scam, <laughs> the but like scam? swindle. It's like you pretend to be a space guy your whole life. <laughs> To the point where you convince real space guys to bring you into space. <laughs> I've assimilated. the Star Trek actor? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Wait, it's, like it's like we bl- we we buy it, and then, <laughs> and then they go, "I was like, that, it was all fake." And they're like, "What?" It was and all I, in the studio. I forget which guy it was. I don't think it was Leonard Nimoy. I think it was someone older than that. Uh, Patrick Stewart. He's still with us. You sure? <laughs> oh, sure the conspiracy space? thickens. He's in space, dude. <laughs> you heard it here. Yeah. Hey, what? Whatever happened to that Chinese rocket that went out of out of control? Did that thing it, ever it land? Hit the ocean. Hit somewhere in the Indian Ocean or something like that. Did it? Okay. I mean, China is also not known for their space regulations. They uh, commonly drop heard. rockets on villages. Mm. It's it's a known thing. It's not okay. Wow. I heard they were dumping oh, really? uh they were what dumping happened? human human sewage into the South China Sea. Hold on. Did you hear Wait, what? Are you, you talking about, about space? That? No, hold on. No, I want to talk I'm about this rocket hitting space. a village. I'm going to pop another liquor for this one. Do you what do you know about this? Well, I mean, it, cuz it's like, you know, now everyone has a smartphone, so videos of these incidents are are, you know, increasing and basically the first stage of a rocket is designed to come back to the earth. It's not meant to go into outer space. Most of a rocket is literally just to get you up just enough so that the second rocket can actually take it into orbit. But that first rocket just falls back into land. And that's why we've always had rocket launches out of Florida cuz it uses the the direction of earth's rotation and it's right next to the ocean. So it just goes straight out from Florida over Ooh. the ocean, and the rockets just are... I don't even know how many rockets are literally at the bottom of the ocean off the coast of Florida. SpaceX <laughs> p- pioneered uh, having those rockets come back and landing so that they it's could use Florida them again. Man. Yeah. It's uh, Florida, you never China, know they're just like, yep. we're just going to put a rocket launch in the middle of our huge continent and uh, YOLO to everyone else. Yeah, no, I just... Literally, you just YouTube Chinese rocket hits village, and there's a cell phone footage of this like oh my gosh burning building, and then space debris all over the place. And the worst part is that all of the the fuel is incredibly toxic, oh, yeah. and it gets it gets uh, airborne the moment like it crashes, and so everyone like in the vic- the vicinity like they breathe in this stuff, and they can burn their lungs, they can have like lasting health problems. It's pretty bad. And they're Why they're they just doing it, like, that willy nilly like. Water? The edge of the like the ocean there. Yeah, good question. Oh well, yeah. I was really scary to think about, man. Having a government that just is, is thro- throws all that caution to the wind and will literally stomp out any. I mean, if it wasn't for that cell phone video, I doubt oh, yeah, we would know about that. Right yeah, that orange cloud. I doubt we would know anything about that. That's crazy. That's, That's pretty, pretty wild. crazy. That's pretty messed up. That's a pretty wacky thing. Uh, yeah. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Some children's lungs are burning from an asteroid from rocket fuel. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, it's... That's... What was that about sewage in the South China Sea? Okay, yeah, there was a story this week that uh, there was a bunch of ships that... um, There's some debate over the South China Sea. Some? uh, Some. (laughs) Apparently, yeah, some. And uh, apparently they they had a bunch of ships out in. there, and they were dumping um, sewage like into the ocean. Um, I mean, isn't that what we all do though? Kind of like don't ships just dump their 
Wait, stuff did, were these ships like carrying extra sewage? It wasn't just like today. Giant barges full of sewage. <laughs> let me let Chinese me, government. No. Are you this boat filled up with poop ASAP? <laughs> no, it was. It, it, let me look real quick. It was worse than just like somebody's yacht, you know. Which you don't even <laughs> do that on yachts. Tank you here and there. You, you pump yeah. them out when you're at port. Yeah, you are you sure? What is that. the legal fecal count for like for legal for like fecal. seawater? Like I, I know that like there's usually a good amount of feces in, in seawater. If you go swimming at the beach, well, currently in LA, there's, there's, a, there. there's a high amount of feces because the uh, sewage plant had a blockage and needed to do an emergency runoff into the water. Visi- uh, here we go. Visible uh-oh. from space, human waste sewage wastewater dumped by China onto the South China Sea. Philippines to probe report of Chinese okay, sewage. Hold on, viewable from space? Are we talking about like <laughs> space? That's pretty legendary. Oh, we're dude. talking about suborbital flight. Are, 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 like, are we talking about suborbital? <laughs> like, Define space. Or is this just an airplane that's a little higher than normal? Here, this is from Reuters. Okay, Philippines to probe report of Chinese sewage dumping at sea. Um, well, isn't that nasty? I think it's pronounced Reuters. Either Reuters. way, um, okay. that sucks. So intense, you can see it from space. <laughs> so smelly, you can smell it from 100 miles away. <laughs> what are they? What's That's going on? That's how they should be rating there? these. Just the how smell. far away can you smell it? That's the. That's what we all want. That's what we want from to know. S- you can see it and smell it from space. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dang! Wow, <laughs> through a vacuum. But also for real, there is actually a huge. Uh, human waste spill that happened today on the beaches south from Santa Monica down to like uh, wow. El Segundo. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, no swimming for a little bit. Oh, man. No, no. No, no. Stay out of the water. Summer's canceled. <laughs> yeah, summer is canceled. <sighs> the whole yeah. city Anyways. just goes to... Well, there's a... It's the same treatment plant they have there. And then, yeah, there's a blockage... Um, Probably from, probably from just get everywhere. This, uh, illegal Potty dumping. Paper. Uh, oh my god. Dude, it's because of the wipes, dude. Yeah. There's flushable wipes, wipes everywhere. No, the non-flushable <laughs> wipes that got flushed. Dumping. Yeah, Jake got it finally. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah, so they had to they had to do an emergency overflow, which goes into the ocean. Which honestly, I get it. You have an emergency, you don't want to blow up the whole plant. So it's like you know, it is a water treatment plant, it's doing what we actually need it to do. Code brown. Code brown. Code brown. <laughs> oh god. Um, it's like yeah. a big blender. <laughs> it's like Chernobyl. <laughs> like, like HBO every... makes a mini series about it. <laughs> Chernobyl, but shitty. There's this like. <laughs> yeah, there's like this deep rumbling in the factory, and everyone starts sweating. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> and then it cuts All to right. the inside of the chambers, and things start exploding. You ever anyone see? Clearwater Horizon, that movie, the Michael Deep Bay movie about the oil rig. Deepwater Horizon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deepwater Horizon. Yeah, I, I ended up seeing a part or two of it or something. But um, it's okay. You can tell us that you watched the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to be embarrassed. I watched the show, let's just say I watched the whole thing. But like, there's a great scene in it that you could totally intercut with a news story about this, where they're in this like little room with pipes, and they all start like blowing up. And there's like brown water everywhere, and they're all like, "Wait, we gotta shut this thing down." <laughs> Anyways, I'm, that's what is happening in my oh imagination. My there's a re-edit there it's somewhere. Just like, it cuts back yeah. and forth between that and the news anchor going, "There's a whole bunch of poop out in the ocean." In 2012, now. it's just the tsunami wave. I know they're like slapping out to the window and like, <laughs> like just streaking their hands. I mean, obviously the actual oil work thing was you know tragic and all but it's funny if it's 
PP. <laughs> yeah, this is this is from the LA Times. Uh, swarms of Chinese vessels have dumped human waste for and wastewater for years into a disputed area of the Chow, South China Sea, causing algae booms that have damaged coral reefs and algae fish. Algae, yeah, in an unfolding algae, catastrophe. They eat it right up. Yeah. Uh, satellite images over the last five years have shown how human waste, sewage, and wastewater have accumulated and caused algae in a cluster of reefs. Da 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 da. da. Um, there's a software company creating AI technologies for satellite image analysis, which has, of course they are. This is, I feel like this is the, the meta equivalent of like two tribes of, of apes right. like a hundred thousand years ago coming up to each that's, other and just like throwing poop, throwing their poop at each yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. That is actually that's, exactly what it that's is. That's like that's what's happening <laughs> in real time. Oh my God. I'm an AI analyst. I'm, ships were spotted. <laughs> AI I'm connecting AI, AI to be able to identify poo poo from <laughs> <laughs> what a useless piece of technology. Like, oh my gosh. You can look, just look, look at the pictures, man. Look, the uh, computer I mean, I has detected people. <laughs> so there's corn is, in there. We're laughing about this, but this is like, Ren, is, Ren hit the nail on the head. This is That is literally what this is. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Oh, is this your South China Sea? Oh, well, sorry. I'm yeah, going to have left my shit there. I'm going to poop on all, I'm gonna poop all <laughs> over it. That's yeah. so gross. Why don't you do something about it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're bordering right, right up against Vietnam there, and it's like they're constantly trying to encroach further and further into their waters and land. Yeah. They're doing it everywhere. I mean, yeah. They're in South America doing it. Have you seen those mm-hmm. crazy pictures off of Argentina? No. That's wait, what? Well, that's the fishing ships, wasn't it? It's wait, legitimately what? creepy as hell. Hmm. It's like no joke, there's like 50 fishing vessels that go down to South America and create this like massive trawl that like uh like they're all they all have their nets out basically and they the ships stick right next to each other. And someone took a private plane like a politician down there got a private jet and flew over the area to basically do reconnaissance and found uh, one of the fleets and got photos of it and it's like 50 boats all right next to each other this like massive wow. huge line and they're all just like like combing and fishing and let's just kill every fish China. that sounds like <laughs> a great idea all the fish back yeah like, yeah they're like that's how far out of like yeah they're in argentinian waters doing it dang. it's it's pretty like what's terrible. the game risk yeah. I, I i don't know i feel like we're living that right now of like it's like i don't know just say everything feels so first fish. world all the time but then you see that stuff and you're like oh like we have a country that's like going to other countries and like stealing stuff and trying not to get in trouble. Dude, which country <laughs> is going to be the time. first one to flip the game board? I don't Good know. question. They need to flip the game board Mother upside nature. down, boys. It'll be Mother Nature. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Like, and all the water. fires are starting. I've been saying it for months. This year is going to be probably the worst year for fires. The fuel moisture content is at a record level. It's all kindling out there right now. Yeah, it's pretty wild how hot it got up north. Yeah, it's just about to start here in LA. It's just starting. Things are just about Did to. Did you sound up. like the wacky scientist in like all the disaster movies? <laughs> Things are I just swear. about to. I heat swear, Brackish Oaken from Independence Day. Yeah, yeah. It's actually been very pleasant in LA. It is actually time. nice. Yeah, it's been really nice. It's been like high eighties. <laughs> you wait, Nico. It's been a little on the hot side, the but we're also in content. July. That's what I predicted. <laughs> it was gonna feel nice and temperate. Wait a minute, this math can't be right. According to my calculations, there's no water in any of these plants. It's impossible. Well, even last year with all the bad fires we had, there was more moisture in those plants. There's less moisture in them this year. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sam, what are you whispering over here? <laughs> Wait, what? This is the AI. <laughs> <laughs> I programmed this AI to look at satellite images. <laughs> what? I literally didn't understand any of that. <laughs> People are like, what? No, it's funny. This is, this is no, funny. No, dude, I, this is on. funny. <laughs> I didn't understand any of it. No, listen to it. It's like filtered and quiet. <laughs> Anyways, I'll, I'll come oh, in on those jokes boy. a little more when it's like when the bit's happening. Yeah. There we go. All right. Okay, anyways, one. all right. So <laughs> we just listened to that for like a full minute. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Ren, you're working on uh, this little challenge. For this yeah, week, yeah. So Clint launched a new render challenge. He did one uh, a couple months ago that mm -hmm. blew up. I've never seen anything get like 170 thousand upvotes on Reddit, and his video yeah. did. Uh, obviously, it was the culmination of a lot of artists' work, but. We're participating in the new one, or see, at least myself and uh, another artist upstairs. Uh, we're trying to make something, and in the process, I dive further into Houdini. So, for those who do not know, what are these challenges all about? Basically, Clint creates a project file that's incredibly stripped and bare bones. It's designed to loop. It's designed to be something that everyone can open, and there's some rules in play. Like, you're not allowed to alter the camera. You're not allowed to alter the scene geometry. But you have these time frames. So, like, for instance, this one is, I think it's called the Dynamics, the, the Dynamic Machines Challenge. Basically, he's trying to create the world's largest CG Rube Goldberg machine. And the idea is that at a certain frame, you have, like, something like 500 frames, and at, say, like, frame 100-something, uh, a ball, a little metal chrome ball, drops into your box, and you're just supposed to have it do stuff because at another frame later on, say, hy hypothetically, it's frame 350, it has to exit. And it has to very specifically enter and exit on those frames so that it can go into the next uh, slot. And But you then you, ha you have to continue rendering out your videos so it like is able to play off screen. And the idea is that it's just one box after another box after another, just infinitely, as many renders as you have. They just... They play out. It's a really cool idea, and it allows us to kind of like cool, like make some cool little simulations of a ball going around like a ramp and some stuff, and then eventually you're gonna have it like know. come into the box and then split into a hundred other smaller balls and then bounce around and then come back into the same one. I thought about that. Uh, something like fracturing it and having it do different things. I've I've already had like a hundred different ideas, but we've settled on one. So uh, this guy we have upstairs, uh, his name is Jordan. Him and I have been working together on this. He's been cranking away on learning this new thing in Houdini so that he can teach me. I don't know if I yeah. want to talk about it just yet. <laughs> I always say, don't give away the concept yet. Yeah, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't talk about the concept yet, but if, if I can learn how to do this, it's a big level up for me. Yeah. So, so I'm you're excited. Just, you're just face-to-face -face with the beast right now. New kind program. of. Well, not quite yet. That's probably going to start tomorrow and the day after because it's like... He had to figure out how to do this thing in Houdini first. Yeah. And then right. he's going to teach me how to do it. So right now I'm still just kind of like a lot of brainstorming the last like day and a half just about a lot of things, but also just kind of like Wait prepping assets. How is he going to composite these all together? Who? He was like, 
on the submission guidelines, he was like, you have to send me an MP4 or an H.264 file. Yeah. Yeah, so you need alpha channels, isn't it? Yeah, no. he, he needs alpha channels. No, he's, uh, Clint was telling me about this. He's already got this whole like script in place that basically uh, attaches... It turns all of the different submissions into pre-comps with a, a, a track mat nice. over them. Okay. So mm-hmm. that they, they seem Sorry. are seamlessly Technical put thing. together and also timed out at the correct spacing. Makes sense. Yeah. Because I had the same question I asked I like, about it. Yeah, I, I want to do one where the ball comes down and like hits like almost just almost perfectly hits the hole and then doesn't and then it just sits there. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's it. It's just like three seconds. It's like it's like it's like the it's just like just kind of yeah. like a finger comes and pushes it down the hole. <laughs> the I heard you uh you crashed a stream and then proceeded to play oh against God, someone's most glorious brothers. moment of my life. Yeah, no, like I. You know, Clint streams on his YouTube channel every Saturday morning, and I was, like, in bed just, like, on my computer, and uh, I had the stream on in the background, and he started talking about Smash, and I, and I I typed in. I like to participate in the stream, and I was like, Clint, you're trash at Smash. You're Smash trash. And, of course, that got Smash. him going, oh, I will three-stock you any day, son. And it kept going. I was like, it got to a point, like, literally Jenna was chilling in bed next to me. Again, a Saturday morning, and I was like, I, I, have, to, I have to go over there now. I have to, I have to go to his house. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go teach Clint a lesson. So I got in my car and I'm driving over there. Uh, and I told him, I messaged him like as I'm driving over there at a, at a red light. Wasn't texting and driving. I'm on my way. See you in a minute. And he's like, Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I got there like just as the stream was finishing, and he um, we hooked up the the Smash games real quick. I just you I'm gonna you're not you gonna be able to see this. You didn't fight him live on the stream? We did. We did. Okay. So we managed to hook up uh the switch to the stream. It took a few minutes to get it set up. Yeah. Uh but Clint was so confident that he was gonna destroy me. And I'm gonna play the final ten seconds of our first battle. <laughs> the final ten seconds of our first battle. Hold on while you're doing this I gotta oh, wait, go I visit to, the South China Sea real, real quick. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> Oh yeah, this is gonna be good. I'll open yeah. the microphone. So, um, when is? Oh wait, no, that's why. Sorry, I have to get off Discord for a moment. Anyways, so. Okay, ready? Ready? I know what happens. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Done. Game. No! Oh! <laughs> 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 and you can find this on his on his stream from the end of his stream Saturday whatever that day was uh That's funny. July 9th or 10th. Um yeah, he was so confident. He went from done game. No! <laughs> yeah. It's all about calling it. Being able to call you like, "Oh, you messed up. I got you now." Yep, and, and then if he, he turns did. around, oh, it's the best. Wow. All right. I'm back on Discord now. That's funny. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you did that. Yeah, it's always the best when you can manage like a nice underdog moment but then he proceeded to beat me the next two games so he got best best (laughs) still you didn't just come in and get trounced i didn't get three stocked no yeah they're close games but he won yeah (sighs) yeah we've been playing a lot of smash we've all been collectively getting a lot better at smash too i was hanging out with a bunch of friends last month uh uh that i don't normally see and i was playing smash bros with them and i like destroyed them (laughs) <laughs> and I'm not, I'm like an average player in this building. I'm like, I'm not the worst, but I'm definitely not the best. But per, we, we spend so much time playing this game that I forget that most people don't play this game as much as we do. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I probably play at least an hour of Smash Bros. every single day <laughs> and have been for two and a half years. 
Yeah, I still play it for fun. Uh, poor Jake. At home, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's such a good game. It's day. so casual. <laughs> Let yeah. that sink in, Jake. I know. That's no, five, it's not an hours, hour five of... hours a week. <laughs> times, yeah. whatever. Times. Even if it was. <laughs> Even if it was. No regrets. <laughs> yeah. Even if it was, whatever. Yeah, Nico, meanwhile, has has been keeping his Switch as, like, the main Switch, and so he's just been accruing all these playtime hours on Yeah, on we're, it. we're probably approaching 10,000 games played. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But it's 10,000 hours something. become a true expert. Somebody do something, God damn it! Yeah, nope. somebody try to beat me. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to beat me. Wow. Yeah. So... Next week, we have a big old yeah. shoot. Oh, yeah. I was, was going to bring I'm that excited. up. Yeah. We have a big old shoot. It's been a long time coming. It's been very difficult to get here, but it's pretty sweet now. And it's the Son of a Dungeon green screen shoot where we're yeah. going to take our live actors and put them in the game table environment. And uh, Finally. So it's been a few weeks trying to put all this <laughs> stuff together, and it's been kind of a struggle because, like, you know, uh, when when... Peter was still here. He was like the other guy in the studio I could lean on for Unreal stuff. And now it's kind of like, uh-oh, like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure you. it all out. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> on top of that, over the last few weeks, the whole like Epic Games team like went on vacation. So oh, wow. I had no like actual wow. people to like get technical support from. I Real quick to interject, we should probably clarify about Peter if we haven't already. Peter's on a long vacation right now. He's not he's not gone. He'll be back. I mean, we don't like. That kind of sounds like a euphemism, or like a. Yeah, it it does. Was, he, he he went up to the farm. He he's taking a sabbatical. That's what he's That's what he's doing. He's like, hey, he's taking a gap year. We'll see each other again soon. I want to do a personal project, and we're like, cool. So we did that. Yeah. Um. So, but either he's way, he's out in the flower fields, breathing that fresh blue air, mm-hmm. eating pies on, out every, on the prairie every day with the puppies. Sure. <laughs> and the oh, yeah. I don't get this. Are you making a Peter's dead for? Oh, Peter's, yeah, Peter's dead. He's yeah, Peter dead. went to the farm Sorry. with all the other Sorry, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so it's so been a while. He, he meant to travel before uh, before he came on with us, but uh, then COVID happened, and so now this is his opportunity to do that. Yeah, but that means that. Sam doesn't have someone to help him with all this unreal stuff. I don't have anyone to help gets... me. <laughs> um, that's Ooh, how I help me felt, with my though, video game for a while. My video game movies. I've, spent, I've officially spent too much time trying to get this stuff working, but it is all working. I feel like in my optimal world, I would have spent like two less weeks doing this. But oh well. Well, you've got a lot of really cool stuff uh, working now. I think probably the biggest thing is that you have the camera synchronized with the position of the in-game camera. Yeah, it's close. It's like 90% close. But it's it's like good enough where you watch it and you're like, okay, this is working for me. Like like if you if you go frame by frame and really analyze it, you'll see that every once in a while the frames are like a little faster or slower than the footage. But are you talking a, like time sync? Position. Uh, yeah, it's just like, the, it's like they're synced up and then like the background <laughs> slips just a little extra. I mean, it's still moving in the right direction and everything, but it does drift from time to time. But it's, it's, if, as long as you keep it handheld and keep it like the position randomized effectively, you don't notice it. If you did like a super smooth dolly move, you'd totally see it. Like it'd be like smooth click and you're like, oh, mm. but um, I just, I imagine like a really cinematic, like push in and all of a sudden the background goes, <laughs> you're like huh yeah yeah it's a risk uh but it's cool because basically um 
once I, I mean, I can just basically take everything I did and just make it like a project file that anyone can just like, basically you plug the camera into your computer and then hit go, you know, maybe drop a, sorry, wow. drop a 3d model into the scene. But like, it's to the point where you can basically open up a project and hit it like two buttons and it would just work as long as you're using the right camera configuration. Um, yeah, that's cool. But it's yeah, that's it's pretty pretty nice. Um, so each episode is about an hour long. There's eight episodes. What percentage of each episode would you guess will have live action covering it? Every episode's gonna have a little bit of live action. Um, but so the episodes, uh, the lighter episodes are like twenty shots, twenty live action shots, and then the heavier one is like forty to fifty. Um, and I guess we don't know the the length of these shots. But they're obviously. all. But the, here's we... the thing, though. Here's the thing. There's natural limitations to like, okay, like you're in this live green screen environment. Uh, first off, like every character that you guys interact with is a miniature, and it's not animated. So like, there's not a lot of like stuff we can show with like a person wrestles a goblin to the ground. It's like we're not going to do that because that would require. Now a goblin costume. And in this world, there's like a million characters and they're all different dodges. You know, it's like, it's like also almost unfathomable, unfathomable as far as like how much costume and stuff you have to do to actually turn it into interactive. So rather than utilize the green screen footage for that type of action, what we're starting to find is like, we just want to see you guys walk into an area and react to what you're seeing. Like that sets up so much for the viewer because you're right. like, Oh, I get it. I saw Ren there in a tavern. So now everything we listen to afterwards, we're like, Ren's in a tavern. Like, we get it. And so, like, it's it's lots of those types of shots of, you know, walk up to a thing. Hey, what's that? You know, move on from there. Or a character says something dramatic and, you know, we have good table reactions. You know, you're playing the D&D. We have a great reaction. But sometimes the reactions are better if it's, like, in character. Because then it's like, ooh, it like it, it just lands a little bit better. Um, yeah. So it's it's basically it's that kind of stuff. It's like characters establishing themselves in environments and their the mood, and then are there character beats? Are there going to be like any moments like uh, you know that show Drunk History, where it's like the, 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 these are recreations, and are we going to have to like lip sync with like us talking at the table? None of that. We decided against doing that I because it'd be kind of funny. It could be kind be of high funny, effort, though, to match up the lip it's, sync. It's it's a lot of stuff to lip. Drunk history is what? It's like five or ten minutes. Yeah. You know, the eight, this is eight and a half hours. <laughs> um, yeah. So no audio, no lip syncing. This is just here's the characters, their reactions, like they're blocking where they are, and then for select moments of comedy, we you know try and recreate some of those moments. But I, yeah, I think it'll be pretty sweet. It's gonna look really really cool. Yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna add that layer uh, that you don't get with any other D and D content. Oh, and then on top of that, last thing is um, there's equal shots that are completely CG as well. So like, yeah, mm. each episode is gonna. I'm just it's they're really fast to do and set yeah, up. Yeah, it's like but basically, I'm just like I have out. these awesome dope photo scans. Slap in some models of the like NPCs. Render out like a really great establishing shot of an area, and then we have that as well for whatever you want so that and then that stuff like looks just looks so good because it's like the correct like the models look better with that distance because that's like how they were scanned yeah looking right. down and into them 
I've and then watched we have illustrations of all the different characters too. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, which Griffin has done. And I've, I watched the first two episodes over the past two days, and they're really good. Like they're really fun to watch. Um, they strike a really interesting balance between like storytelling and like a little bit of that live action suspense you get when like okay, so people are figuring it out on the spot as opposed to it being all scripted. Like it actually plays. Like I don't go to improv theater very often and when i say very often i mean never (laughs) 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 and uh and it's mainly i'm sure it's great and there's like some really good stuff but there's just something about like watching people make it up on the spot that is not appealing to me i feel the exact opposite no and don't get me wrong like whose line (laughs) is anyways is like the funniest tv show i've ever watched it it does require talented improvisers to be able to like make it good yeah and there's definitely like something magical that happens when it does like when it hits and it comes together yeah and, like, I feel like D&D kind of strikes this unique balance where a lot of it is planned out, but at the same time, you're still making your own story beats within it. And, you know, at least in these first two episodes I watched, like, it works really well. And, like, the pacing's great. And, like, there's constant, like, funny character things happening and, like, interesting setups and interesting scenarios. You know, everything from <laughs> from how our characters, like, first introduce themselves to each other and like to uh, you know like climb the rope and hoping it doesn't get cut and falling a hundred feet to <laughs> to certain to make death. A, a poop angel because <laughs> he <laughs> falls into a little tree hole. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's like really good stuff in there. Uh, just like yeah. you know, the third, the third episode uh, I've seen. I I I'm going through breaking them down for you know the shoot. So I'm I'm at the fifth episode right now. But so far the third one is my favorite. It's so intense it's just it's there's like no combat in the entire episode it's you guys just like racing around trying to solve the problems that are happening in the story but like the intensity level is so high because it starts with your characters having not slept and so there's this constant like do i have to like lay down and like sleep but like there's no time to sleep everything's coming to an end And, and so it's like so intense yeah the pacing's really good because also once again it's like we, for every hour that you see in the show, it's about like two and a half to three hours of game time, right? Which makes the story it's just like it's 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 super at, streamlined. It's at the pace of what you expect from an entertaining story, and not from a D and D show. Yeah, you know, most D and D shows cut out ten minutes, fifteen minutes, just a little bit of dead time, where it's like we are making conscious decisions. Yeah, when I say we, I have zero involvement with the edit. <laughs> Mostly, it's Carmichael. But also Natalie and uh, Matt Cairns also helped. Yeah. You know, I was like going through just really making, like finding the peaks of the story and putting those together. And the, the one thing like very early on in the editing process, I was talking with Carmichael, like after watching the first cuts, they were keeping in a lot of the, what is it? The hypothetical discussions. Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot in D&D because you're like, hey guys, even though we're at like four different places of the universe, mm-hmm. we want to talk about what to do next. <laughs> and and so very frequently you do that. Or like Nico would be like, you know, I do have this spell that could do this. And then you ne- no one ever, you never use it, you know? <laughs> and then like Jake does the same thing or D does the same thing. I could do this. I could do that. And I'm like, cut all that out. Mm-hmm. Like, unless they do it, unless they do it, like, leave it. so, mm-hmm. so that way the discussion happens and it sounds actually way more natural yeah. because it's, it's like characters going into a, a problem and and it's like, what are we going to do? And it, there's not like 10 or 15 minutes of like, here's all the different ways we could approach it. It's kind of like, uh, well, here's how we do it, you know, and uh, that way it's I don't know. It's so much more engaging when when you don't have to watch people actually play in D&D and just like get to <laughs> absorb the story that happened from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. 
Um, few other things going on on the site as well. Uh, Crew Cuts Season 1 is finally coming to a close. Mm. Um, Wait, after... really? How does it just come to a close? Like, it's never ending. No, it's, it's, it never it's going end. to end. It and is then technically we'll figure never out. ending, but just like we did with the vlogs, like, there was clear sort of, well, you know, we bookended them each year. And so we've been doing Crew Cuts for almost a year now. Uh, there's 90 episodes, and wow. now we're gonna, we're gonna wrap that. Yeah, sesh. Daniel. Yeah, just damn, wrap it Daniel. in a nice, clean hundred, man. Like we, we should. That's not no, a bad that's, idea. That's another month. <clears throat> it's uh, yeah, it'd be another yeah, five weeks or so. Um, so and then also something that Nick and I were talking about was doing like extended reacts on the site. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys chatted about that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Usually when, when, we wa- when we watch those clips and we're like, "Wow!" Like it gets cut short. But like yeah. the whole we're actually wow. saying "Wow" for like yeah. twenty seconds. So we're gonna be yeah. The extended reactions yeah. are great. You're gonna love them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, my jaw hit the floor and of, stayed I mean, there. Nick, do you want to talk about that a little bit more? Because uh, I mean. What you were sure. saying to me earlier made a lot of Yeah, sense. I mean, I think we are all starting to feel like as we start to get these higher profile guests and it's getting harder and harder to decide what to cut and what yeah. not to cut. And I think our general approach when editing these videos has come from our approach of every other type of video we make, which is always, you know, cut the fat, keep it lean, mean. And just only the best stuff makes it. And that's definitely a good thing. And I think for certain episodes, that works still. 15 minutes is like nice. Pretty sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you get the brand segment and it brings it to like 18 minutes, whatever. But, you know, if, if we have someone who's like an expert in their field coming in and it's like a rare opportunity, it's like, why not make those a little bit longer? By cutting less. By cutting less. And also, you know... Maybe we have to get them done in the same amount of time. So maybe, you know, balance it out by losing a little bit of the illustrious like B-roll pass that we do. Because I made this argument a while back. I was like, because I was, I remember complaining to like you, to Dean, to Chase. I was like, can you guys just like make them a little longer? Like, it's okay to make them a little longer, right? And you guys are like, yeah, we know. But like, the longer it is, it requires more time to edit. Because then you have more illustrations you got to make. You have more B-roll you got to find and fill in. And it's like, it's not just simply a matter of cutting less. It's like, the less you uh, cut away, the more you have to support. Yeah. Man, if only there was like a place where we could put these videos up for people who are passionate about the content. We weren't (laughs) trying to like win any algorithms or like get extra clicks. But (laughs) when people just really wanted it, they could just know where to find it and we could just give it to them without any like sacrifices or issues or considerations for Vimeo. Man. That'd be, that'd yeah, be Vimeo. so great. Yeah. 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 Vimeo, maybe Vimeo. <laughs> Vimeo.com slash That's corridor. That's it. Corridor. But, um, CorridorDigital.com. CorridorDigital.com. Yeah. We can scream louder there too because the website can really, it can handle the decibel level that we it's scream true. at. YouTube yeah. compression. Cuts yeah. it, so it sounds. Like, yeah. 
No, I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> you're just like serious enough that I was like, there is, there could be something to that. Yeah, I was like, maybe like, does YouTube have some sort of like weird built-in like low the reactions are like, way more dynamic. <laughs> High dynamic yeah. reactions. <laughs> oh, look at that neck. You should hear. Oh, look at that neck from Clint, and it's full, full dynamic. Yeah, decibel it goes from like whisper quiet to like you know. Jet engine loud. Like, oh, this look at that, man. We can bring out our true anime voices. And yes. Just yeah. really hit all the ranges, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, we should we should start mixing uh, the reacts like a couple dB lower so you can have a couple moments that really spike. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow! <laughs> and it's just like, oh, that oh, hits. Shit. That, that, that makes lands. Christian murdered Christian. That's exactly what you'd get from people. You just get it every time somebody watches the video. Yeah, I like that. So yeah, I I, I think the rule of thumb should be, we I think we can lax up the illustrations a little bit. Yeah, like just a chance to hear. Yeah, we've gotten to a point where they're like essay, like video essay status yeah. illustrations, like. Everything is like everything's illustrated. There's custom graphics on everything. And like if we go a little bit back towards like the first couple episodes of React style, like where it would even just spend more time with you guys on the couch without having to cut away to stuff always. Like if you guys are talking about a concept, we can stay in that moment and treat it a little bit more like a podcast style thing. I think that's that should be the goal here. And just see for the I, website, yeah. For the website, and honestly, I wouldn't mind making the YouTube videos a little bit more fleshed out too. Wouldn't um, and it it always depends on if we have like the substance to warrant that. Yeah. That at the honest. end of the day, the content needs to be as long as it needs to be. Yes. Like, yeah. if it's not feeling right, then it's too long. Yeah. No, no. and I guess it, we're just what you're saying is like, hey, we're we're seeing that now that we're perfecting the current form of it, like it's. And we're getting better and better guests. It's starting to feel like the content justifies just being longer. And, yeah. and I'm thinking many cases it will be. But also, like, you know, when the content goes on YouTube, it's like you're not only are you serving it to the people that love that movie or love visual effects, you're also serving it to people that are like interested generally in movies or like, mm-hmm. you know, this show or so you're hitting a lot of different types of people and you're kind of making sure that you can straddle those different worlds. Whereas, you know, if you take that same episode and you're just like, you know what, for the website, we're going to add 10 minutes. It's just going to be a little more talking, less illustrations, not so much worried about like attention span, just, you know, give you good stuff. It's like there, at least when it's going on the site, it's for people who really want to watch visual effects artists react, not necessarily those people plus everybody else on YouTube. Uh, So it's a chance to like make it directly for the people that to get what they want. It's it's one of our most consistent comments. I see it on every single video. It's like every three comments, it's like the mortar holding the bricks together. Make these videos longer. <laughs> like, right. I wish these were longer. So we listen to the comments, you know? Yeah. We, we read do. them. You know? We can't talk about who it is, but there's a guest I'm incredibly excited for. Hopefully it's going to happen. So come back to this podcast it's in a happening. month. It's not Neil. <laughs> <laughs> your, your homie. How it's is not Neil, my, by the my way? My boy, Neil. Neil Brain. Your Neil, boy Neil, Neil Brain, Neil, Neil Blomkamp. Blom, we got to, we got to yeah. get him. I mean, a I'm Sam's, super. When he comes in, we got to get him one. a Sam's Boys shirt. Yeah. Well, Just this so guest okay. is someone <laughs> you will never guess. 
You will not guess Michael it. Jordan. Sorry, I ruined it. Oh, <laughs> Michael. There you go. That would we're be so, talking yeah. about Space Honestly, Jam. We're going to react to Space Jam. We're going to react to LeBron James' Space Jam. Me and Can Michael Jordan and Ren. Going. Let's NBA's get that going. Great and bad dunks. We're going to need a bigger couch. Speaking of what, no, I'm just kidding. We, we, Christian came to me. He's like, yo, we got hit up. By our first couch sponsor. Oh, I saw that too. <laughs> wait, for real? Yeah, no, no, the ones wait. that make like the wait, cinema wait. style seating. Like, movie like, like uh, LEDs in this couch. Like, imagine, dude. imagine <laughs> each one being about what? five feet apart on the giant chairs. Like, the big ones. That's Friday, apparently. Still developing situation here, but they're like, hey. Yeah, it probably wouldn't work for VFX I don't think it'll work because the thing that makes makes that show work is the is the chemistry of the people You're on the couch and part of that is that proximity <laughs> no, kind of no, forcing no. us wait, into wait, position. Wait, 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 wait. What if no, you I guys? What huge. if you guys start backwards in like Lazy Boy loungers with LED lights <laughs> and you pull, you pull a lever? And you flip around in your chair and go, "Hey guys, welcome back." <laughs> just imagine imagine the couch being like a solid like 13, 14 feet long, and we're all just like, yeah. It's just like Wally it's from a wide like couch. <laughs> Pixar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. like the Wally people in their big chairs. Part of oh the God. charm of the couch is the bonds it makes. I right. think it's like even if we don't know a guest, we've never met him. It's like if you sit on a couch, like with yeah. an arm in between you, for three like hours huge. of a sweaty couch. You're gonna be you're gonna be friends afterwards. Yeah, you know? dude. In, yep. in years from now, they'll say how you know how they talk about how people who shook Frank Sinatra's hand, and in years from now, they'll be like, "Who sat on the React couch?" Oh man, I yeah. touched oh. Nico's hips <laughs> <laughs> with my hips. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna kind of like we we sign the wall back here. We want to start having our guests sign the couch and silver. We need Sharpie. to get a nicer couch <laughs> on the back of it. <laughs> Dude, why don't you just this have, is the couch, you just Nico. Have sign the wall that's right behind you guys. It's too late. It's it's too late to switch. Come back the couch. into her into our dungeon and write on the wall, sir. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm wanting to paint over this wall. Don't yeah. you dare. <laughs> Not really. I was just. We saying. have some great signatures. I'm gonna write on there. What Wes has signed are, that wall. We are uh, fucking Logan <laughs> Paul wrote on this wall. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Where's his name? Where's his name? Right above your head, Ren. Right there. There it is. That's Logan Paul's name? Okay. Probably right right off frame. No worries. Cool. Dude, what's up with all these freaking people doing crypto scams these days? What? It's super easy. That was a hell of a second dump. Logan Paul did one. He did one. Dink doink. Oh, I see. Dink doink. Dink doink coin. A dink doink coin. Yeah. No, he did not. No, he and he's did like, not. guys, yeah. this is finally a coin I can believe in. And then you check the crypto history, and he, he's like, he owns eighty percent of the original coins from it. And it's like, you fucking guy. Yeah, it's like everyone's doing this now. They just come up with a crazy coin, yeah. and then they get their like idiot fucking fans to fucking buy it. And they you, mean like, you mean like you mean like Dogecoin? <laughs> no, that was well, different. That actually started pretty OG. That's yeah, that's been around one. for a long time. It's the same. It's the same, like, let's get people hyped on it. It's all the it's, hype, though. That's the, yeah, that's it's what crypto schemes. is based yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, it's like they get these coins, they sell them, the value goes up when everyone starts buying it, and then they immediately liquidate. Yeah, a bunch of the guys from the FaZe clan did that, too. That one, like, oh. I really, I, I, I really hope some of these guys get, like, real charges slapped on them, because this is, like, 
It's actual this like, is FBI. like true criminal yeah. beha- like fraud behavior. It's what like kind of, what kind of crime would that be described as? Like like well, it's, like, in, it's not actually in traditional fraud, in it? traditional it... trading. You can't do that in traditional trading on regular stock exchanges. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, because there's a governing body called the SEC that prevents that from happening. Okay. But in in crypto, because the currency isn't regulated by those bodies, there is no. There is no regulatory body that says you've committed a, a federal crime and now you're going to jail. I mean, but if like if if the, if the simplest, it's just fraud. You know, you can get charged yeah. with that. You know? I, think, yes. I think what constitutes yes. the crime, Ren, is when they go, "I'm going to back this. I'm holding on to it. I'm not personally invested in it." Yeah. And then it's like, I actually am selling all of it on day one. Like, yeah. it's when they do actions that directly conflict the messages you're giving the viewers that is fraud that's definition fraud yeah i mean it it feels very morally wrong i just didn't know how technically it would be yeah Yeah. the statements that cause another to act in their detriment that i just feel like false government institutions aren't able to handle the fact there's like you know almost 400 million people living in the united states now like it's one thing when it's like 100 million people and there's like government bureaucracies built up to like handle stuff and now it's like there's so many people and there's so many things like that happening it's all over the place and it's all these like brand new things with new technology and it's like how do you keep up how do you apply old laws old regulations old like there's like a thousand cryptocurrencies right now or something i think if you went back to when to the early 1900s when the population of the united states was 100 million people that you'd probably have the exact same thought you're right yeah how do we apply these what yeah you just have to teach people not to fall for stupid (laughs) stuff like that unfortunately you know, yeah. there's always going to be somebody. There's always going to be a lesson that costs you. Everybody yeah. gets that lesson, and you just got to hope it doesn't yeah. cost you too much. Have you guys ever had that lesson? What's like the most? What was your like? Okay, I'll keep my eye out for these in the future. I got to think Ooh. about that one. Let's see here. I don't um, think there's any big one for me per se. It's probably something small. Those when I was um, like yeah, I'm 20, trying to think like scam was. There was one of those scams where you they they they. Uh, write you a check for more than what the purchase value is and then you're supposed mm. to cash it and take the rest oh, of the Oh, I heard part. about that, yeah. And I almost fell for one of those when I was like 20 because <laughs> I was naive and I almost fell for it, but yeah. Yeah. Scams, man. I woke up one day uh, to a phone call from my dad and I was like, uh, hello? And he's like, Ren? I was like, yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> And I, I could tell he was really upset, and I was like, what's going on? And it turns out my grandparents had almost gotten scammed by basically someone called up my grandma and convinced her that I had gone down to Mexico for a wedding hmm. and that I was thrown in jail and that they needed to pay $10,000 bail oh to get gosh. me out of there. Hmm. And they had spent apparently a couple hours trying to track me down and all this stuff, and none of them thought to just call me? <laughs> <laughs> Until my dad was like, he did it, and I, he was angry at me at first. Like, how dare you be okay in this situation? Like, oh, but really, he was just mad at himself. And then, like, he very quickly kind of came around me like, wait, I'm, there's absolutely no reason for me to be angry at you right now. We'll figure this out. Uh, everything's okay. Your grandparents are okay. I'm okay. I'll be okay. Wow. And I was like, yeah, good morning. <laughs> Jeez. There's some super satisfying YouTube channels like uh, yeah. I think it's like Scammer, Scammer Justice. Yeah, yeah, Scammer Payback. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, those are just Scammer so fun Payback to watch. Scammer Payback is one of my favorites right now. Yes. 
I miss yeah. the classic Nigerian prince emails. It was kind of like <laughs> heartwarming and wholesome. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, the prince is reaching out to me for help. I can save his kingdom. It's like, I'm down. It's like the beginning of a video game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down for that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's you know, go. Can be a duke in your country? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, did you know that uh, you can, this is old news, but you can purchase a official title baron duke really yeah so there's in nigeria no no in, in, in <laughs> yeah yeah you gotta send him oh, a check C-Land, for 500 dollars and then uh it's five it's 499 C-Land? more than what it costs so sealand is the world's smallest sovereign nation yeah sovereign nation it, it is technically a sovereign nation built on an old oil platform i was about to say is that the oil rig Wait, it's not, it's not an oil platform it's an observation oh, platform, an observation from, platform world from world okay, war ii okay but still a giant man-made yeah, thing yeah right out can, off the coast of england <laughs> And it's like, can, I guess they've just declared sovereign. Yeah, you can get like dual bucks. residency and stuff. Yeah, you can get yeah, citizenship. Yeah. Do you have to have like a passport? Nick and I were going to go take it with AR 15s, but we decided That's right. against yeah, it. Yeah, Jake, we should revisit that vlog, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? I know, I know you can. Uh, what? I forget. I think it's. Jake a, and Nick take over a small country. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I know you can. In, in Scotland, there's this dude with a bunch of land and he's selling off like tiny chunks of it that are just yes, enough for you to become a lord. That. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Because you it's have like, to own land. It's, like the, it's the so most to... tangible like version of this thing, you know, like buy a star, buy a yeah, yeah, real yeah, estate, yeah. all these like kind of frivolous be a lord, nothing, nothings. Yeah. But this one's like, ooh, like this is kind so of here's legit. how he's like, doing I, this. Sam, a lord. I read, a, I read about this guy. <laughs> he's he, you in in order to be a lord in Scotland, you have to mm-hmm. have you have to have into this land <laughs> itself. And so he, what he does is he sells you a foot by a foot of land and then puts a tree on it and then that's that's your scottish land wow. and you're you're the lord of that you know a scottish lord. what happens when the tree grows bigger than that plot of land you climb the tree i think he squeezes him out <laughs> what? then you have to have a war then oh you have boy. to have a war yes. with the other, yeah, with the other five people around you who have done the same thing. So I'm gonna go. You go to Scotland and you find your tree, and then you start chopping down the other yeah. trees, <laughs> and you're like, "I'm taking this over." And then you use those trees to make a fort around. You could your build a tree. tree house in the tree because the airspace might be. Wait, I'm okay, able. I'm, to, I'm gonna Google becoming yeah. a Scottish lord. Yeah, I'm confused though. How <laughs> does owning land just mean you're I'm a gonna lord? Can I put that on my so the feudal system, the origins of the feudal system required re- require that, like you a tree. But don't a lot of people in Scotland own land? Are they all lords? You they can't to be. be a, as far as I understand, at least it was this way back in the day. I do not know if it's this way now because I'm not an I'm not a UK lawyer. But in order for you to be a lord in the Middle Ages, you had to own land of some kind. Um, you you that was because the feudal system was a currency of land. It was. Literally, that's that was the currency. That's how it was. So everything was done. That's why it's called. So I guess everyone, have to have every landowner in Scotland is a lord. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the big deal? It's simple. No, one not, square not... foot is fifty dollars. <laughs> Ten square feet is three hundred and fifty dollars. However, yo, you want to split? However, split a it's a dedicated plot of land. Can we be co-lords? Like... I don't know if you actually own it. Co-lords. <laughs> A dedicated. It's like when someone pronounces collab like collab. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you go to Scotland oh, and, and you're not recognized as a lord, then it's meaningless. <laughs> well, can you put it on your passport? That's because apparently, apparently, the Sealand thing, you can like put it on all your legal paperwork. 
which is the funny part to me. Oh, well, okay. Like to have yeah, the, I want meaningful yeah, land ownership. I need actual <laughs> government titles, please. Here's the thing: does that change your tax situation? I wonder. <laughs> so these are souvenir plots. The plots of land themselves are recognized and referred to as souvenir plots in Scotland. Those sub those souvenir plots are typically too small to be registered with the Scottish Land Registry directly. We maintain our own private records mm, and nah. take our arrangements with our lords and ladies very seriously. Yes. Oh, so it's it all sounds BS. like some McDonald's lordship right here. That's B. So Get that's, that out it's of total here. BS. Go to Sealand. Uh, that's end game currency. <laughs> yeah. Can I build on my plot? Every lordship or ladyship title pack contributes to the preservation and protection of woodland areas. Yeah, in little Lincoln logs, dude. <laughs> As the intention is for the land to be kept in its natural state, we ask that all interested parties do bear this in mind. So that sounds like a yes. <laughs> it sounds like we don't want you to, but you can build on it. Dude, that that's that sounds literally like when you get freaking Fortnite and you buy that that bag of gold coins for five bucks. <clears throat> okay, yeah. so Ren, feudalism. Okay, right, feudalism. The dominant social system in medieval Europe in which nobility held lands from the crown in exchange for military service and vassals were in turn tenants of the nobles. I remember social studies. What's a layer? Okay. I mean, I, I'm not What's really questioning a, what, a, why a, that. I'm talking about in today's modern age, you can just be, literally buy a um, foot of land and be like, I'm a lord now. No, but the thing is, is you can become a laird, lord, or lady. What's a laird is somebody who just owns land in Scotland. A laird. It's arcane. Laird versus lord. You want to be a laird or a lord? I'd rather be <laughs> a lord. Okay, whatever. A lizard. <laughs> so yeah, they, they own the land. They're just dedicating us whatever to you. But you, they, you it says you can visit anytime, including midnight. <laughs> it's just like some dude's backyard. Including like. midnight. <laughs> it is some dude's backyard. In case you were wondering. <laughs> it's like, you have to go through the side gate. It's like, I'm allowed here. It's like, sir, Lords, what are you doing? It's midnight. Lords it's like, I thought here. I was allowed here. Lords That's Lord to you. Lords. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you speak to me like that. Don't you speak to me like a peasant. I can stay up as late as I want. This one foot plot of land. So when you say when you say me when you I'll say stand my, my ground, lord, if you, you take say one me more lord, step, my lord, you're you're lord. Lord. <laughs> one more step, and you've you're entered my domain. <laughs> <laughs> one more step after that, and you you're fine actually. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> they, you wouldn't actually be somebody's lord though, unless they lived on your land. I mean. <laughs> Who knows, yeah, man? Yeah, but it's good manners. Any unfortunate to, soul. to refer to a lord of yeah, the land landlord. as a lord. Yes. <laughs> is that where the name landlord comes yes, from? Yes, that is where landlord. Mm. Yeah. So is the owner of this Lord like, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should start calling lord him Lord Steve. Lord Steve. Lord Steve. <laughs> but the feudal system part of the feudal we'll system was feudal system those back. lords were required to fight for their lord if right. he so choose to call up his banners. So no, if, yeah. if the guy who owns the backyard wants to go pick a fight with his neighbor, do we have oh, to go we, out and we would. support him? We yeah, would. Okay, no, but like gangs real in New York. question. Everyone's so unhappy about income inequality these days, and I'm wondering if we give it that fun, like, <laughs> fantasy <laughs> twist. <laughs> <laughs> Will people kind of like get into yeah, it like yeah, we get yeah, into yeah, the yeah. rent fair? It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, oh, I hate billionaires. Like, what if they're lords? <laughs> you know? It's just gonna feel like Bezos, 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 my lord. Oh, God. Oh, my lord. Lord Bezos. Lord Bezos. <laughs> I mean, I think people could get into that, you know? It yeah. really diffuse the tension. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. So if everyone's a lord, though, who is a lord? Is anyone a lord? Well, some yeah. people don't own a foot of land in oh. Scotland. So you, yeah. you're better than them. <laughs> Do the reviews on the website were... I know what to get Sam for his birthday now. <laughs> a lordship. I will I will put it on my driver's license. Sam, are you right? you're, Sam's an L.A. lord. Oh, yeah, you are I'm a lord. A lord. You're already yeah. a lord. I am a California, lord. an American lord. I have no lords above no, me. Sorry, guys. Uh, noble titles are banned in this country. Oh, oh shit. Oh, damn. Damn. Shit. That's yeah, right. CEO. You're just one of us, Sam. You're on the same level as damn. everyone else. Yep. Well, no serfs for you. There goes the whole role playing experience. I guess you can just throw that one out. Yeah. <laughs> banned. The government's like, shut. No. We'd have to do a minor thing. Take all that fucking feather hat. You're not allowed to, to play. You're not allowed to role play convert medieval those, titles. Convert those gold coins into actual paper dollars now. now. You'd have to pass a constitutional amendment in order to make your little fantasy possible. Damn, so the Ren Fair is just a protected area. Yeah. It's illegal. It's, it's, it's <laughs> technically illegal. Wait, wait, wait. We can do any British culture. We could go to a to a Native American uh nation and then ask mm. them if they want to have lords and ladies, and then they could say yes. And that is a tough sell. That is a real tough sell. That is going to be hard, man. Bro, the Native Americans hey guys. fought against the British. So, just throwing this out there. <laughs> How cool would it be to, to be a lord and a How lady, would it but be, like, officially? <laughs> like, make it the rule so you have to say that. Oh, my gosh. So there's, yeah. there's like, options. Fuck you. Yeah, it might be a hard sell, but it's yeah, that's about my my fireworks from royalty. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have no yeah, idea. Yeah, that's a tough man. tough sell. I mean, if it was like a French like duke or something, maybe you'd have a better chance because the Native Americans and the French were pretty. They were pretty, close. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the the French and Indian War where mm. they all fought against the British together. But, well, uh, yeah, I mean, there was both sides. Native Americans yeah, fought on yeah. both sides of all those wars. Isn't it weird that we're like, we know that we're not in India, and we're still like, yeah, Indians. Like, yeah. isn't that weird? Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I don't know. I I think people overreact to that a little bit. Just a little it's bit. weird. It's a little weird. I mean, I get it, but it's still a little weird. I mean, most like, people say Native you know, Americans. If we analyzed every yeah, really word like Indian that, anymore. that's weird. If we understood the origins of all of our words, we would like. I don't know. Jake, stop me. being a dork. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little throwback um, to our last podcast. If you understand podcast. the etymology of all the words that we use, um, you'd probably be shocked. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Well, then what's America's original name? You know? It's like, shit. That's a weird name. Amerigo Vespucci. Amerigo Vespucci. But what was it called before him? <laughs> oh, man. It was called, uh, God, I... I should know this. It's like a Viking thing, right? No, yeah, it was like some. Uh, well, I'll get back to you on that one. It was called... Middle Earth. But no, then, but it, then, what if I was they just watching it a thing about weird this. too? What was it Uh-oh. called before that? <sighs> and then the Pangea. It's probably some called something like mother. You know, like native tongue of whatever tribe called it. Oh you know, yeah, what the, I don't want to leave people hanging listening to this because they're probably googling it right now. Well, are you asking what did the Europeans call it? Ready to make that comment did... down below to let guess, us know yeah, after who, the fact. Who are you referring to? Who called it what? Who called it what? I don't know. Did anyone call it anything? Well, I'm sure. <laughs> what is that place? 
What place? That place right there. That we're here. No, it's called Google's like what is? You like people also ask what did the Native Americans call America? Turtle Island. That <laughs> yeah. is the most... Okay, hold on. Hold Shit. on. No, I mean, they, Googling, Googling I, there was a, question, a creation myth. There is a creation myth. That's, that I just think that's a, kind of funny. Just a big island, island on the back I of the turtle. Really, guys, I know, I've heard about the turtle thing, but yeah. Googling a question... But not just in the terms Go of turtle Googling island. a question that says, what did the Native Americans call America? Yeah. yeah. The most, like... Blatantly. Very reductive. That's like saying. I know. No, I, I didn't Google that. I didn't Google that. But that was what Google was like saying. Did you mean that? <laughs> oh no, it wasn't me. It was Google. <laughs> you mean all these people who lived here had all these all their own cultures? What did what did they all call it? And they all spoke different languages. What did they call it? Yeah, we don't know. It's <laughs> not Googleable, right there. Yeah, that's Definitely not, not Googleable. Sorry. You got to ask Jeeves. <laughs> oh, that's ask, right. Ask yeah. Oh, Vinland. <laughs> Vinland. Finland. That's was, what the, it, the Finland is it? what became New Finland. Oh, oh, nice. I'm glad he didn't call America Vinland. That would have been lame. All right. Dodge anyways. that one. United States of Vinland. <laughs> dear, like, dear, yeah. pause. Like, so I'm, Milo's learning her alphabet and her one, two, threes and all that kind of stuff right now. Do you ever pause to like think about how it's weird that we've all just culturally agreed upon A coming before B and B? Like, alphabet, alphabetical order, we're all just like, yeah, sure. There's no laws. It's, it's literally it's like, it's just, called the alphabet, Nico. I know, but we're just like, we all just at some point agreed on the standard. And we're like, <laughs> yes, all right. Because how else do you communicate with language if you don't hoot, have a just fucking bang blogs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's like we B, all B, C, D, e. never question so much of what we learn, and that just gets passed on for a long time. Yeah, and the alphabet because and language. Because if we were sitting there bickering about who, what letters came first, we would never so actually like, make I any hope, progress. I feel yeah, like, it's like I hope this Scott. I'm like, what should we call this? And we all give our votes. Crawled. Like we got to pick one thing <laughs> to call it. You know, it's not like I'm not calling that a can. I'm calling it a freaking duty. <laughs> and it's like, all right. So remember, each time he says duty, he's talking about the can. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's gonna get annoying after a while. I mean, I can't help it if I'm bilingual. Okay. <laughs> I speak gibberish and English. Gibberish. Oh, are you from Gibberland? Yeah, Gibberland. Gibberland. Come on, hold of Gibberland. Well, we have yet to outlaw the ladies. <laughs> In our own private roster. We have our own private we list. We promise you're lord. Wink, wink. Anyway, $50, comes to I will send you a certificate. <laughs> you're oh so totally a lord. I will you are totally a lord. Wink. <laughs> Well, the origins of the alphabet go back to the Greeks, Nico. That's true. And so there's been a long line of people who have found it useful to <laughs> progress humanity Dude. with the functional ordering of an alphabet. And What's therefore, the there's really no reason for us to go back in and go, you know what? Why doesn't C come before B? You're right. You know, part of me thinks that it's like it's a little too bad that we like solidified the keyboard layout and we didn't quite optimize it before it happened. I know it's gonna be so, it'd be so hard to relearn how to type with a more optimized. Yeah, like we really committed to like the QWERTY keyboard, and now it's like it is part of human culture yeah. and will be forever. And it's like, well, I hope you're all happy with QWERTY. <laughs> that's what we came up with. I'm, well, pissed. I'm pissed that S is so far in the alphabet because we use no, that all the QWERTY time. Is, dude. QWERTY is QWERTY is they, they made QWERTY yeah. to freaking make it so people on typewriters. That's type actually a little, a little little bit of a myth, kind of. Is it? It's it's not that they can't type fast. It's that the like. It's made it spread out so that when you are typing fast, 
and using the most common letters, they're not in a spot where they'll stack up on each other as quickly. Sure. So they, your typewriter wouldn't jam. Right. Hmm. So I guess it's still a typewriter legacy. Man, still gotta get the typewriter support. Dude, people who are into typewriters. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's that's it. People were in at one point. I was just saying. They had no other know, choice. Inside of, of a typewriter. People that he's saying people that were into. In oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah. The very There's this guy on people. TikTok TikTok named Stage Door Johnny who does a lot of like Stage Door Johnny. <laughs> Stage Door Johnny. Yeah, no, he's like he, he points out a lot of the weird inconsistencies about language that we just completely take for granted about how words have different pronunciations even though they have the exact same spellings or different spellings for absolutely no reason for like you know plural or not plural it's like yeah like what the fuck's up with the letter c yeah exactly so is he yeah, an man. etymologist of sorts i guess so. i mean yeah perhaps i don't know i mean R- he's a tiktoker Ren, when you were talking there a, a literal bubble <laughs> is he an etymologist no came just out a tiktok influencer it was about the size of like half of a grain of rice and floated through the air and then popped did it really i've seen that happen to other people before <laughs> you made a speech bubble. You made an actual <laughs> bubble. bubble. An actual speech like, bubble. It came out a full sphere, and like I, was, I saw, like I thought it was just like a piece of dust. I'm like, what is that? And then just disappears. And, like <laughs> it, some say, you that look closely, you see a word there, and you're like, you look closer, like ooh, <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> but, yeah, it, like it disappeared. And I'm like, wait, that was a bubble. It that was a bubble. It just popped. Oh my um, god! Weird. I know exactly. Jeez. I mean, I've seen other people do that too, like a tiny little like bubble that that <laughs> wide. Why we wear masks? Just, yeah, it's like, it's like oh, was it says, fuck was you? Was it green? Like in a text channel? <laughs> no, we don't hang out with those people. We use iPhones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry. yeah. yeah. It's all. It's all yeah, good. It's Jake. all good. We all. We all make mistakes. Mr. Green Bubble. It's weird. To also, like, why is Android green and iPhones blue? <laughs> Who decided that? They just c- committed to it. Probably because someone would get it... sued. It's like you you get sued over that kind of garbage. Yeah. You know, you know, people have to make decisions in order to create things, right? <laughs> why is Jake's everything like made in order? Why is anything? <laughs> like, this anyway. is totally why are we wearing pants. <laughs> yes, someone decided that it would be green, probably because it's an easy on the eyes and it's high contrast for the white letters, and it's easy to or black letters, and it's easy to read from. But yeah, the so blue color. Why is are a phones a cir- circle shape? <laughs> That's hey, a good I want a circular idea. phone Wait, or a triangle. That triangle aspect ratio. Is phone I want text that triangle or a smartphone. Huh? Is phone text white or black in the chat texting window? I think it depends black. if you have dark mode on it's or black. Not. It's black. It's white. I thought it was white. white. Totally white. Jesus. I feel like I feel like Nico's on. Well, I'm on dark mode, so it is all white. It's whatever. white. Oh, yeah. Nico, are oh you God. Nico? Are you on mushrooms right now? I I am not, man. I am not. <laughs> but I like the fact that we couldn't actually remember the color of the text. Yeah. It's right. both. Oh, my text is white, sending to my wife, but her text in the gray bubble coming back is black. Uh, Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> rabbit hole goes who, did, who decided that? that? We don't need mushrooms, guys. <laughs> we we have these thoughts all on our own. <laughs> we blow our minds just sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, language is cool. English is really cool. What's to up learn with these about. tall bullshit yeah, cans? Cool. Yeah, like decide on a can. <laughs> it's like you put this in a cup holder and it's like, yeah. <laughs> Does this make loosey. me feel like I'm I weigh, I weigh less or something? Or like, what's going on? <laughs> Dude, I don't um, feel as bad eating my Lacroix. It's a cure, curate. Curate. Yes. Yes. Uh, Anyways. Skinny, skinny. On the topic of, yeah, of observational humor. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this one up, bros. <laughs> All right.
Oh man. We're at an hour and a half. Did you say we have to wrap it up? Oh my god. That was a ridiculous episode, you guys. If you made it this far, congratulations. Um, To a hundred more. May all you lords and ladies out there listen to a hundred more episodes. <laughs> to one hundred more episodes with the lords and ladies of the Corridor Cast. Don't forget the lairds. Oh yeah, and the lairds. A lad! And the barons. The barons. Hey, give us a remix, Sam. Anyone who comments is a baron for sure, dude. Yeah, anybody who comments in this video, I'll give them uh, king status. Oh, and queen status. Okay. This is All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks you for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate <laughs> it. Was going to- it's an awesome experience having discussions and getting to see the conversations continued in the comments. Okay, Christian, you ready? And a three, two, one. Ah!